It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop it. And now, live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. So we have got ourselves a couple of people in the world of sports who apparently they haven't really learned a whole lot. We'll get into that for you coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be so i got a question have you in listening to this right now in this moment have you ever placed a wager on a sporting event have you done it right now nod your head 
Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you to, you know, raise your hand in the air because I want you to keep both hands on the wheel. If you are driving, you can honk the horn if you want to. People will think you're weird, but whatever. Have you placed a, a any sort of a wager on a sporting event? Because if you have, I want you to know that you are putting yourself and other people's lives in danger. And it's a serious matter. You want to know how I know? It's even more serious than a gun. Because apparently, when Calvin Ridley places a seven-game parlay on a, on a bunch of NFL games a couple of years ago, apparently that's more dangerous than John Morant fla- flashing a hand cannon on Instachat. Apparently. That's based on the suspension length that we have seen because John Morant has been suspended 25 games. Now, we could go down that road... We could do the comp game, and we could stack this up in comparison to other suspensions, not only in the NBA, but also in the NFL and other sports because he flashed a piece twice on camera. We could do all that all we want, and he only got 25 games for it. We could. But there are more details of this whole conversation I want to get into, okay? First and foremost, the fact that Ja Morant blamed the behavior apparently the first one you know where he like uh, flashed the gun and then he got a lap dance and there was like uh, a bunch of appetizers on the table and all the other apparently like he blamed the first video on booze okay so now he's called into question the honesty of the person who ran the nightclub, because you remember that was the guy who said, listen, John Morant was was nothing but polite. He was a gentleman. I mean, why wouldn't he be? It's a gentleman's club. I mean, what do you, what do you expect him to do? Roll in there in, uh, you know, like spandex bike shorts just so he could. So there was less obstruction when he got a lap dance. I mean, come on. What do you expect? I mean, of course he's going to be a gentleman. But the point is, now now apparently that guy is not the most honest person in the world because John Morant said that he was blasted. While he was flashing the gun on Snapchat or Instagram, whatever it was, and then got a lap dance and, you know, had all the appetizers. I mean, first of all, the dead giveaway should have been the appetizers. I mean, if you've got like a tower of onion rings, some chicken strips and a couple of sliders, I don't know anybody that eats that sober. That doesn't appear to be the go-to, but nonetheless, there was that. But here's the best part about this whole story. The toy gun. Okay, this is the best part. The toy gun is the best part, and here's why. Now, the first report that started to surface a couple of weeks ago, I believe, was that John Morant, in the video, the second one, not the first one, the second one, where he was in the car and his buddy was filming, and then this is the one that got everybody outraged because apparently he didn't learn his lesson. So the claim is that it was a toy gun. That was something, one of the rumors that was out there. And of course, your, your initial reaction is, oh, dude, who cares if it's a toy gun? You're holding it after you were holding reportedly a real gun. Like, it doesn't matter if it's real or fake. The fact is, it's the act. You're, you're showing a gun off on camera again after you got suspended and apologized and said you, you learned from your mistake, etc. There's kids, all, all the other things, the optics of it are terrible. Now, they're doubling down on it. Because there's a video that's making the rounds on social media that show John Morant lighting candles with a gun. 
Now, if you're wondering how that's possible, apparently there are lighters out there that look just like guns. So bullets don't actually come out of those things. Just lighter fluid or whatever else comes out of, you know, a propane. I don't know what you want to call it. And they, they light up candles. It's great. You know, everybody's been to a liquor store once or twice where you walk up there. You know, you see a nice pair of glasses. You go, oh, are those Oakley's? And then you look real close and it's like, man, that can't be Oakley's. They're 10 bucks. Then you find out, well, the L's missing. They're Oakey's. Okay. Well, that'll work. They just look just like it. You can get like some really like bottom of the barrel tequila, but it's in like a glass rifle. Like everybody's been to those liquor stores before. They're wonderful. They can turn anything into whatever you want it to be. Like, I mean, it, like if there's a, uh, is that a real grenade? No. As a matter of fact, it's like a Capri Sun and vodka mixed together, but it looks like a grenade and you can take it home with you and probably have the worst hangover you ever had in your life. It's fantastic. You can go to a liquor store and get everything, but apparently you can also go and get a handgun that turns into a lighter. And the fact that they're doubling down even after the suspension comes out and still trying to claim, yeah, 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 but, 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 but. It was a toy gun. It was a lighter. Dude, at some point, you got to take a step back and understand what it is you're actually saying. So let me ask you another question. If your wife catches you cheating, but she forgives you, you have a conversation, you tell her you're sorry, you say it'll never happen again, it meant nothing, you mean the world to me, if she forgives you, but then two months later catches you with a blow-up doll. How do you think that's going to go? You know what I mean? Like, how, how do you think that's going to go over in the relationship? Because I call it the blow-up doll theory. Now, let me explain to you the blow-up doll theory, okay? The theory is, although it's not real, it's still weird. And because it's so weird... We're going to go ahead and round it up to cheating. Now, you can claim, but it's not actually a real person. They don't even have a pulse. Okay, I get it. They've got an air valve. I get it. But the fact of the matter is, there was an issue, and you did something that so closely resembled the issue in question that apparently you didn't pay attention to the big picture. It's called the blow-up doll theory. John Morant and his camp are trying to use the blow-up doll theory. And no pun intended, that logic has a ton of holes in it. At some point, it's about the act, not the actor. We get it. It was a lighter gun. Got it. Understood. You light your candles with a gun. Now, why you wouldn't just go get a Bic lighter or one of those longer lighters that uh, that you can get at the store that seem to run out at the worst possible moment? Now, why you wouldn't just go get one of those? I have no idea. If you run out of them, if you want to use a you know a book of matches, which smell great by the way, if you want to use that, that's fine. But why you would still hold on to the claim? That, listen, man, it wasn't a real gun. I know it looked like a 9 millimeter, but don't worry about it. I'm just lighting my candles with it. Okay, last I checked, when I go to Yankee Candle or when I go to Home Goods because all the candles are half off 
and I'm smelling the lids because I get the true scent of the candle, not the actual inside of the candle jar. Right next to the candles, I don't see handgun lighters. I might see a Bic at the checkout stand. I might see one of those long lighters, even the ones that coil around if there's a weird angle that you're trying to light. I might see one of those or a book of matches. I don't see 357 Magnum lighters next to the candles. I don't. But again, when you're John Morant and his PR team, you're trying to hold on to the blow-up doll theory. And in this case, it doesn't fly. And in the other case, it doesn't fly either. But he only got 25 games, so all is good. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Also, could we talk about this? Bob Huggins. I mean, he learned his lesson, everybody. On multiple fronts. Back in 2004, got arrested for a DUI. Learned his lesson. A couple of months ago, made some uh, kind of outrageous statements on Cincinnati Radio about Xavier and their rivalry with Cincinnati when he was head coach, clearly learned his lesson. And he learned his lesson so much so that he was arrested for DUI last night. (laughs) And apparently, according to reports, uh, really struggling to get his car to the side of the road. Uh, Some people uh, are saying that there was like a bunch of empty beer cans in the seat. Uh, I guess he might have had a flat tire. Whatever the case may be, that is somebody who has learned from their mistakes clearly learn from their mistakes now i don't know if it was like a situation like on the movie groundhog day where the cops pulled him over and he started ordering fast food when they came up to the window like bill murray i don't know i wasn't there and i'm not going to recklessly speculate like some of you are all i'll say is this if you're west virginia i'm not really sure what else you need i'm not really sure what Bob Bob Huggins may have on certain people within the administration. But much like John Morant, clearly Bob Huggins has learned his lesson. And so we wait to see what other lesson he's going to be learning over the next several months. Because at this point, we're on like a two-month clip. You give it another two months, who knows what's he going to do? I I have no idea. What is Bob Huggins going to do in two months? Uh, I reached out to Andy Furman, who was once close friends with Bob Huggins. I have not heard back from Andy as to what's next for the Bob Huggins tour. What? But apparently this offseason, it's not really about recruiting. It's about, let me really test the waters to see how much I could possibly get away with and still keep my job. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we're going to have the usuals coming up later on. we got another edition of Do You Care? We've also got the scraps. It's all yours. The usual shenanigans, a two-hour extravaganza here on Fox Sports Radio. But we do have ourselves a gift Every so often, the NFL does this for us. And the NFL has provided you yet another gift. I'll tell you what that is. That's next. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? 
Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Yeah, leave me alone, Monty. Trying to work here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on FSR from the TireRack.com studios. We've got some real haters in the world of sports. In fact, this isn't even in the world of sports. You might be one of them. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You might be one of these haters. We'll get into the details on that coming up for you in about 10 minutes from now here again on FSR. So can we talk about the gift that the NFL has given us? All right. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a gift. They do this a few times, probably once every decade, it feels like. But it does feel like it's been a little bit longer than that. But there's a gift that the NFL has handed out. And one of the gifts that they've handed out is an interconference rivalry. And I've talked about this before, where I believe I'd rather have a great rivalry in conference at the risk of never getting to see it in the Super Bowl. I'll take that. If it means we're going to get, you know, less of a competitive game in the championship game, I'll take that if I know that we get a better matchup in the conference championship game. So if you remember years and years ago when Steve Young won his Super Bowl with the 49ers, they beat the Chargers. 
That was back when the Chargers belonged to San Diego. But don't worry about it. Uh, San Diego's figured it out since. Uh, But point is, the 49ers beat the Chargers. The game wasn't all that competitive. It was a wipeout. And so that's what everybody looks at when it comes to the Super Bowl. What they don't remember is the fact that the best game was the game that took place a couple of weeks earlier, which was 49ers-Cowboys in the NFC title game. Phenomenal. It was phenomenal. That's the one that you look at and go, tremendous football game. That was the de facto Super Bowl. If you remember Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Patriots, Colts, like that was always a great matchup. You can even lump the 49ers from the 80s in, you know, late 80s with the Giants with, you know, you could throw the Bears in there. Like there were great, but you always seemingly got the best matchups in the conference championship game. So that would mean that maybe the Super Bowl wouldn't be as competitive because if the Chargers had played the Cowboys, they would have gotten wiped out. I mean, that's just a fact. So the NFL's brought that back. And I don't know if they intended to do it, but the stars align and we've been given a gift. And that gift is the Chiefs and the Bengals, and it's going to be around for a long time. Because you've got Joe Burrow and you've got Patrick Mahomes. Now, the latest this week is Joe Burrow talked about how Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the guy. Jamar Chase came out and said, uh, you know, Patrick who is kind of busting his balls a little bit. And so Patrick Mahomes took a picture of him holding his two rings and said, that's who. So there's a little bit of a back and forth going on. You've also seen the Bengals go out and sign you know, a, a really talented offensive lineman from the Kansas City Chiefs. You've seen, like, like all, these two teams are competing right now. These two teams realize we're the top dogs in the AFC, and they're doing whatever they can to try and one-up the other one. Like, you're seeing, and they've talked about it. Travis Kelsey talked about it. Patrick Mahomes talked about it. Man, losing Orlando Brown Jr., that's a big loss. Like that, Like, that hurt. He's a Kansas City Chief. And he's gone. Now he's a Cincinnati Bengal. So the fact that you're getting these one-ups, these comments in the offseason, we're going to get to see him on New Year's Eve. You're going to get to see these two teams play, I would guess, if not every year, pretty close to it. And if you're the NFL, you try and make that an annual game every single year. Do whatever you've got to do. You've been known to cut corners. You've been known to try and finagle things to make them work. We need Chiefs Bengals every single year, at least once a year. And if we can get it in the playoffs again, that's even better. Because you've got a true rivalry that we get every so often in the NFL, and Chiefs Bengals is that rivalry now. So let's have the conversation about the Super Bowl rings. Because somebody's got to have this conversation. I mean, come on, dude. But what are we doing here? 613 diamonds. 16.1 carats. 16 rubies for the team's logo representing the number of division titles. They've got like a, 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 you can take the top off. Like there's like a red backdrop with 19 rubies and 38 diamonds because the Chiefs scored 38 points in the Super Bowl. 
Like you get 54 diamonds along the top, which represents, you know, it's like, what are we doing here, dude? I mean, at some point, you got to graduate up a little bit. The human body does not have the finger to withstand the amount of diamonds and gold that are put on these rings every single time somebody wins a Super Bowl. This isn't Andre the Giant you're catering to. Who, uh, if you were making a Super Bowl ring for Andre the Giant, you'd spray paint a trash can lid and put it on a hula hoop and wrap it around the guy's finger and say, have fun, dude. Hope it doesn't explode. All right. At some point, you got to dial it down or graduate up to something else. We're to the point now where you're going to start having to make watches or necklaces or something else, belt buckles, something else. Who who would wear these out in public and not feel a little bit goofy? Like these are no longer do these work in public. It's just it's like those red boots that were making the rounds a few months ago or those big hats that people were wearing. They tried to turn that into a thing. It's like what's the point? It's a giant hat. I've told the story before. I got drunk in the airport in Cancun. We went to Cancun for my buddy, my buddy's bachelor party a couple years ago. Actually, more than a couple years ago. Whatever. Who cares? Point is, it was miserable. The resort sucked. Uh, we had an injury on site because somebody didn't vacuum the carpet. My buddy stepped on a sewing needle that was somehow stuck in the carpet in the hotel room. And it went all the way up to close to his bone. Stuck in there the rest of the trip. Like, the beer was watered down. I don't even know if it was alcohol. They were trying to tell us it was Mexican beer. It felt like O'Doul's. Miserable trip. The weather was awful. It's like a monsoon. It was hot. You had these peacocks walking around, giving you dirty looks the entire time. The chicken inside... The tacos, I'm pretty sure, was one of those peacocks, which is why they were giving us dirty looks. It was a miserable experience. Miserable. That's one of the peacocks joining us now. Thank you for for joining us, sir. I mean, listen, we don't get guests on this show, but a random peacock may pop on Comrex once or twice. So we go to the airport, and it was the highlight of the trip because we were so happy to be out of there heading home. And while we're in the airport, my buddy and I get a little bit banged up. And as we're walking out, I see this giant sombrero. Because the real sombreros were like $75, not paying that. But the giant sombrero, the one made out of straw, was like $19.95. That I can work with. So we get these giant sombreros. I mean, these things are huge. They're like two to three feet in diameter. They're like 18 inches high. I mean, they're obnoxious. And we thought it was a great idea until we got onto the plane and then started to sober up and then realized, oh, God, we're going to have to find some place to put this. And I still have it. It's in the closet in our house, and it takes up way too much space. Something valuable could go there. But I can't put it there because I got this giant sombrero that I got from the airport in Cancun coming off a miserable bachelor party. I can't wear that out publicly, so it's kind of a waste. 
Who the hell's going to be able to wear out a 613 carat Super Bowl ring and have it look normal? Try reaching into your pocket when your phone rings. Who's thinking of this crap? So at some point, you got to graduate up. I'm happy the chiefs Bengals rivalry is here. I'm happy we get Patrick Mahomes and, and Joe Burrow and we get all the, this great football for the next decade plus. But the reality is, if we're doing this one-upmanship that they're doing with each of, each of these teams, if the Bengals finally win a Super Bowl, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to try and one-up the Chiefs again. And the rings are going to get bigger, and they're going to get more obnoxious, and it's going to be less likely to be worn in public because it's too difficult to put on. Graduate up to a watch, then we can go to the necklace, and then everything's fine. But as it stands right now, these things are way too obnoxious. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studio. So coming up, you've got some haters in the world of sports. You might even be one of them. I've got the proof for you. We'll get into that for you next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, how about it? Make some noise for the one, for the only, Monsi Bolaños. Let the, Let the update, update take you over, Bolaños. What up, Hey. Yeah. Yeah. You're a hater. You're one yeah. of those haters that you're going to you talk about. What are you talking about? about? <laughs> you're one of those haters, but I will say. Trying to get prepared for a segment and Monty's yelling out obscenities in my ear. What's wrong yes, with you? These are, these, these are true statements you're making. I agree that those rings are super obnoxious. Agreed. I'm not saying I wouldn't take one if I won something like a World Series or like a, a Super Bowl. I would 100% take one. But I like your idea of a watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Yes. Like, because that you can wear out. These yeah. rings are too big, man. They are. They are. You're, you're not comfortable. Somebody is going to try and take it from you. Or so many people are going to want to see it and take a picture with it. I love the idea about a watch. And you can put all those diamonds and all the things you want on your watch and wear it. See, I, Jonas, I you're not, you're, you sometimes have a good idea. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, listen, they're not always great, but I feel like we've, the, the ring game has run its course. Right. Like, I mean, like you see the, the one, the latest one, like now you've got to take the top off. They're so big that now you have to take the top. What is this, a canteen? Like, what are we doing here? What, take the top. It's, it's just a ring. You put it on and you yeah. walk around with it. Yeah. It's too obnoxious. It That's is. That's a huge bitch. Think- <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, and, oh goodness. Oh, good. That was not. That, <laughs> uh, that is, uh, yes, that was. Uh, that, that was the peacock. That, that was, yeah, that was Roger Goodell looking at uh, Patrick Mahomes' Instagram ring. Uh, that's what that was. Uh, so there it is. There it uh, is. We, yeah. we've, now, we've now heard. Uh, from a peacock and uh, reportedly Roger Goodell commenting right. on the size of the Chiefs Super Bowl rings. <laughs> so, what a guest list we put together so far on the show. I mean, it's just for the Jonas Knox show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, spe- it's special here way. on Saturdays. By the way, Sam, how do you know that's a peacock? It's not. It's just an owl sound effect, okay. and we're just playing uh, theater of the mind here. All right. So, but like, how, how do you know that's an owl? That is not an owl. Sure, I, it I've is. heard an owl before. It says it's owl not. on the it says owl on it. It's an owl. That sounds more like a, a dog than it does. No, it does a, not a sound okay. like a dog. Like, how do you know that's not a quail? That's a it could be a maybe, quail. Not a dog. They're all in the same, you know, avian family. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
Dogs are right. canine. So they all sound the same. So a quail and a pterodactyl sound the same. Is that what oh, you're saying? Well, it's got wings. Now we're now we're talking to spread out of hundreds of millions of years here. <laughs> I just I love how somebody put that in the system. It was like this will pass for an owl. That's not an owl. That is an owl. You like are crazy. Owlish. You're crazy. Ooh, that sounds an like an owl. One hundred percent. That's I, I, or peacock, I whatever you want. Yeah. Not we're doing radio here. Yeah, we're doing yeah. we're we're doing sort of we're doing something. I'm not sure. These what are the it resources is. we have. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's an owl. My ass. That's an owl. All right. Okay. Let's, All right. Who cares? Let's, oh, let's move, move on, on from the whatever this bird is that we're talking about. Let's talk about the NBA because the Athletic is reporting that the Washington Wizards are in serious talks with the Miami Heat and the Phoenix Suns on a Bradley Beal trade. The Suns have emerged as a serious threat for Beal, who has a no trade clause in his contract. Victor Wembanyama. Did I say that right? Yeah, that'll pass. That'll Whatever. pass. Okay. Call, call him Wemby. Wemby. It is super cute, I but know. I got I to gotta be able to say the actual name, too. By the way, but, how about the fact that Greg Popovich, one of the most miserable human beings on planet Earth, gets miserable. another gift. I know. Another gift. Here, here's another all-time <laughs> great player. Here you go, Greg. I love I Pop, so don't about. hate on him. God, I love Pop. sucks. I it, love it, him. His act is so tired. He's like no, a he's, bad No, comic. it's not, because oh. it's, it's original. Anybody who tries to do it now Are doesn't work. It doesn't work. Anyway, Wemby, there were reports earlier that said that he was going to skip Summer League, but maybe he's going to play a little bit. There is a video. He just finished the season with the Metropolitans 92. The video is really small, but as he's ending the game and saying, you know, goodbye and high fives to the other team, somebody asks him, hey, are you going to play Summer League? And he responds, a little bit. So, Hmm. we might see him in July. The NBA draft is this Thursday, June 22nd. And so um, very close to officially being a spur. And like I said, we might see him do a little a little summer league, which will be exciting. And you, you know, the last time there was this much buzz about the summer league is when Zion came in. And do you remember what happened in that summer league? Remember there was an earthquake in Vegas? Oh, right. Earth- and you'll remember this because that same night there was an earthquake. That was the night that the Clippers got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Oh. Same night. Mm. You want to know? I know because I was on the air that night. Oh, when it happened? Yes, it was four wow. minutes before we did the overnight show, and Laker fans were so miserable. <laughs> miserable because they lost the headlines and lost Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James is looking around going, wait a minute, I mean, you guys got together in Westlake Village and, and had some secret deal go down, and I didn't know about it? Oh, it was glorious to be on the air that <laughs> It night. was, it was. And, it, and it's been downhill ever since. It really, I was just about to say, it was glorious for a hot <laughs> second. It hasn't like, been great since. That was the peak. I was just about to say, and you already touched on this, but yes, West Virginia men's basketball coach Bob Huggins had no idea where he was apparently in Pennsylvania, was arrested Friday night for driving under the influence. Kept saying he was in Columbus, apparently. Uh, easy mistake. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. Like, like how, right around the corner. How terrible. Like, that story is awful. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but empty again, beer cans all again, over the car. Again, he learned his lesson. He did. Right? He did. He <laughs> it's did. A, it's like the part on True Romance where the girl throws cocaine in the guy's face while he's driving, and the cop pulls him over, and he doesn't even try and argue the point because it's all over his face. Like, what could you say? Like Bob Huggins gets pulled over, and he's got a bunch of empty beer cans <laughs> in the passenger seat. It's like maybe, although maybe he used that so he could drive in the carpool lane. Right, like more than one person. What, yeah, so then it would, you know, it's like those people that have, like, the, the dummies that they attach to, right. the, to the passenger side so they can drive in the HOV lane. Which, I, you know, no judgment. Do what you got to do. 
Hey, yeah, live your best uh, life. Yeah. Back I to agree. you, Jonas. <laughs> uh, thank you, Monty. It is uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, we do have an update on the uh, Peacock sound controversy. Um, the great Petros Papadakis, which you can hear with Matt Money Smith weekdays on the Blowtorch, AM570 LA Sports. Uh, Petros sent me a text and said, that is not what a peacock sounds like. So <laughs> It's not. I know what a peacock sounds like. Okay. Uh, then I'm just wondering why that sound was played. Because I don't have a peacock sound. Let me look, actually. Let me see. Do you have a peacock sound? All right. We'll, we'll update you on uh, what sort of drops we have in the system uh, in relation to a peacock. <laughs> Happy Petros. There's your peacock sound right there. That's what they do sound like. Are you sure that's what they sound like? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Because there's an episode that, of 30 Rock where like a peacock walking around. That sounds like a kid yelling for help out of a well. I swear, that sounds like some kid who was playing tag in his backyard. He fell down a well and he's yelling for help. Uh, that one sounds more like a dog or a cat. I would They do. Yeah. Okay. Petros outed me here. It's not a peacock. It's, like, it's an hey, owl. Hey, where's Timmy at? Oh, he fell down the well again. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, can we talk about this quickly uh, before we get thrown off the air? Uh, we are going to have, by the way, uh, for those of you wondering whether or not we're going to have some brutal honesty on this show at some point, don't worry about it. That's going to happen coming up. Uh, we'll call it less than 10 minutes from now. We'll get into that uh, in another edition of Do You Care here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. But let's talk about this uh, big batch of haters that are out there. I love the people who through the first two rounds, especially after round one of the U.S. Open, are complaining, going, I thought this was supposed to be the most difficult course of all the majors on the PGA Tour. Ugh. What happened to all the hard greens and, and difficult lays? And, hey, what happened to all these, the, these high scores? I mean, we're like, this is, this is disgust. These scores are too low. What, what happened? What, just because you suck, you want everybody else to suck too? Is that what this is? Like, misery loves company that much? Like, I remember Bill Burr talking about being a parent, and he became a parent later on in life. And the part he could never understand is when, like, he would tell people, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to be a dad. And he was really excited about it. And you had all these people that had been parents longer than him, and they're like, ooh, Ooh, oh, yeah, well, you're in for it. Oh, you're... And they, like, made it out like it was this difficult chore and task. Like, ooh, oh, boy. It's like it's like telling somebody you got to go to the dentist later. It's like, hey, what are you doing later on? You want to go get a drink? Nah, I can't. I got a dentist appointment. Ooh. Ooh, man. That was, like, they give you that. And Bill Burr's point was, maybe you just suck at it. Like, maybe you're just not a good parent. And you're not good at like you're just not good at it. Maybe that's, dude. If you suck at golf, why are you rooting for other people to suck at golf too? Like, what you think you would also get a, a ten under like Ricky Fowler at the L.A. Country Club? Like, is is that what this is? No, no, no. He's got to be as bad as I am. You're a bunch of haters. I hope Ricky Fowler shoots twenty five under. Who doesn't matter? Who what is like they're getting twenty million. The prize purse has gone up this year, and I got news for you. After what golf's been through, 
the last couple of weeks, it'd be nice to see some decent scores, okay? It'd be nice to see some decent scores and get your minds off the fact that everybody's a hypocrite in that sport, okay? So just enjoy it and stop being a hater. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. But... If you were looking for some brutal honesty, if you want some brutal honesty in your sports talk radio, don't go anywhere. It's yours next on FSR. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to have a conversation about a really, really important topic in the world of sports, but it also ties into your youth. So stick around for that again a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. By the way, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And you can tell Monty Bolaños is working because everybody loves Monty. Uh, Monty's yeah. the greatest. Monty, uh, this show sucks. Thank God for Monty. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm sick of it. Hater. I'm sick His of it. Hater. 
I'm going to start making some T-shirts that say Monsi with like the, the say no to Monsi sign, the red thing with the, uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'll wear it. By the way, those would be pretty badass, actually. I'll Imagine just your, hey, if you if you want, were in a shopping mall somewhere and you just saw your name with a red line through it, what a badge of honor that is. I love that. It's like, uh, I, I think it was back in the day, there were these bumper stickers that were going around that said Limp Biscuit sucks. And then you looked on the back and it was designed by Limp Biscuit. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Good for them. Uh, so, again, uh, stick around. Uh, top of next hour, though, we are going to have a, an important conversation about the world of sports and your youth. So that'll be a fun discussion here on FSR. But right now, it is time for something we do every single week. Right now, it's this. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Brandon Trufa, to find out what the hell's going on. Brandon? All right, Jonas. Earlier this week, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball, spit in the faces of the Oakland A's fan base with the comments he made regarding their reverse protest. Do you care? Yeah, I care. Yeah. I think that reverse protest was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. What, what what a dumb idea. Hey, they're going to move. What should we do? Let's give them a bunch of money on the way out. Ooh, boy, way to make a statement. Wait, wait, way to show them. It's like, uh, like a hey, uh, uh, honey, I'm leaving you. I'm not interested. I don't want any. Okay, that's fine. You can go. I don't want anything to do with you. But by the way, here's a Corvette on your way out. Neat. Like, what was this supposed to accomplish? Did you think they weren't going to leave to go to Vegas? You've had all this time. And, hey, I understand. The stadium sucks. They keep trading away all their best players. You had some great players back in the day, and it's like the same old, same old. They just keep churning and burning. Wait till the deadline. Trade away a bunch of talent. I get all that. But the idea that you think that's going to make a statement, they're leaving. They're not coming back. It's over with. You move on. Next. All right, Jonas, on Thursday, the U.S. men's national team beat Mexico 3-0 in the Gold Cup. But right before that, they had a nice little news dump where they announced they were bringing back coach Greg Berhalter. Uh, do you care, Jonas? No, I don't. Listen, I don't there's a lot going on. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be offensive to anybody out here who's pretending to be a soccer fan on sports radio. I don't care. I really don't. I, I'm not interested. This does nothing for me. Let me know when there's like a real game going on that's not a friendly, and then we'll have that discussion. Next! All right, Netflix announced a new docuseries titled Quarterback, and it's starring Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. Jonas, do you care? Yeah, this is going to be great. I love it. Listen, I, I love documentaries. I've said it before. My favorite Netflix documentary might be Last Chance You, which follows junior college football. If you've never seen it before, I highly recommend it. It is so spot on and so real. Like, I love this stuff, and the fact that we're going to get behind-the-scenes access to these quarterbacks during the season is going to be a fun watch. Next! Jonas, this month, McDonald's is celebrating Grimace's birthday. Do you care? No, I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass. Oh, who's, who's Grimace? Is that like that fat purple guy? Yeah. Is that what that is? Okay, yeah, they're that doing is. Like, a, like a milkshake or something like that? 
Something cool. like that. Hey, hey, happy birthday. Uh, anybody want to gain some more weight? Here, come on through. Like, uh, dude, like just so let's stick to the basics, the fries, the burgers, and we're good from there. And by the way, you ever notice how like the latte machine is never working? <laughs> like my wife tells me to go get her uh, like a vanilla latte. Every time I go in there, they look at me like I just pulled a knife on them. It's like, the McFlurry machine, isn't it? I, I it's the ice cream machine. Whatever it is, like figure it out once. Next. Jonas, I am seeing Blink-182 this Monday in San Diego. It's going to be a homecoming show. Do you care, man? Not at all. I Not don't even care. For one second. That band stinks, okay? The drummer is an extremely talented drummer. I like watching him play drums. Other than that, they got a UFO weirdo in the band and a bunch of other bad music. I'm not interested at all. That's so mean. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house. I'm the man up in this piece. Jonas Knox. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> yeah, Chief. This will be good. Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. They run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop it. And now, live from the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. What are you talking about? What is this, your first day on the job? Here's Jonas Knox. Get in the fast lane, Grandma. The bingo game is ready to roll. It's one of the most important topics in all of sports right now, and it ties into your childhood. We'll explain coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are, making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, through the rest of the hour. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be so we were talking about this uh, earlier in the show the John Morant suspension now a lot of people are going to break down whether or not 25 games was enough that's what a lot of people are going to do I couldn't care less 25 games 30 games 35 you want to suspend him for the whole season whatever you want to do I don't care. John Morant saying that he was uh, drunk the night of the first video coming out. I don't care. Now, it does put the owner of the club in bad light because he did say John Morant wasn't drinking. Whatever. The part I care about is the claim that they keep holding on to, which is it was a toy gun. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, well, yeah, we knew that. That came out a couple of weeks ago that his side was trying to claim it through, you know, through some circles that it was a toy gun. Well, there's now a video that has emerged earlier this morning on Twitter, courtesy of TMZ, which shows John Morant lighting some candles with this toy gun, which doubles as a lighter, apparently. So I just love the fact that they're still going down this road. I think it's fascinating. And I, t- I said it earlier, I call it my blow-up doll theory. Right? My blow-up doll theory is people trying to claim that because it's not real, it doesn't count as cheating. 
You know what I mean? Like somebody finds you having an affair, your wife finds you cheating, your better half finds you cheating, and then she forgives you, and a couple of months later she finds you with a blow-up doll, and you trying to claim, well, I mean, yeah, but it's not a real person. Yeah, but it's, you know, we're going to go ahead and round up and call it cheating just because it's weird, you know? It's the act, not the actor. And so it got me to thinking with John Morant. The fact that they are so into this toy gun stuff and the fact that they are so caught up on trying to prove that this is a toy gun, it got me to thinking, what are the best toy guns of all time? Because when you think about the NBA and the NBA this offseason, while a lot of people are going to focus on whether or not Bradley Beal is going to the Miami Heat and whether or not Tyler Hero is going to be a part of that trade or whether or not he's going to go to Phoenix, while everybody is fixated on that and the NBA is trying to force that down your throat, let's have a real conversation here that can involve all of us that aren't a Miami Heat fan or a Phoenix Sun fan or a Washington Wizard fan. Let's break down, in honor of John Morant, the greatest toy guns of all time. Number five. I'm going to go the water pistol. Water pistol, it's simple, it's easy, it's cheap. You can get you, you can get it anywhere. Now, there are some drawbacks to it. The water doesn't seem to last that long. You know, the little, uh, the little the spout that goes inside that filters the water up and out, it seems like there's always an issue with that. It's always bent the wrong way. And then after a while, if there's enough residue still left over because there's a leak on the water gun and on the water pistol, which, is, which happens a lot, have you ever noticed like your finger starts to develop a little bit of a blister, especially if you're running around with that thing? And if you're doing the, the two-piece, if you've got one in each hand and you're going double barrel action and you're firing them off at people, you might have to walk around with a a band-aid on your pointer finger for the next significant amount of time because it's hot out you're in the middle of the action and you're not thinking about what you're doing to yourself so at number five because i would have put it up on the list higher but because there are issues and some injuries that may come along with it and and the leakiness of it and all that i'm gonna go ahead and put the water pistol at number five on my top five toy guns of all time number four the gun from duck hunt i mean listen For you video gamers out there, for you nerds, you gamers out there, don't say I never did nothing for you. Number four, the gun from Duck Hunt. Who didn't grow up playing Duck Hunt back in the day? And if you don't know what Duck Hunt is, you need to get educated on your history. All right? You point it right up to the screen and you shoot these ducks out of a sky. Now, when you're playing younger, like they make it seem all cute. You know what I mean? Like, they make it seem cute. Like, oh, there's a dog that runs into the bush and, and grabs the duck afterwards. And then you get older and you look back on it and you go, oh, it was kind of cruel. Parents gave me a hand cannon I could plug into a Nintendo system and I just pointed it at the screen and killed a bunch of animals. A little odd, but nonetheless, the duck hunt gun comes in at number four on our top five toy guns of all time. Number three. Pop gun. Remember the pop gun? Come on. 
Not a lot of cleanup with the pop gun. You don't have to worry about the leaky spout on the water pistol. You don't have to worry about potentially breaking the TV screen if you put the duck hunt gun too close to it. The pop gun was brilliant because there was like a plug, like a cork that would go at the end of the barrel. And when you shot it, it would fall out. But it was attached via shoelace or string to the barrel of the gun. So you would just put it back in. Now, it's a little bit outdated, a little bit antiquated. You'd probably have to look really uh, hard, far and wide to try and find it, maybe at an antique shop or something like that. But nonetheless, efficient, got the point across, and not a lot of cleanup whatsoever other than, hey, did it fall over? Did you happen to throw it too hard against something and maybe, you know, put a hole in the wall? Like, whatever the case may be, less cleanup, very effective. I'm going pop gun. Number three in honor of John Morant, top five toy guns of all time. Number two. Super Soaker. Come on now. If the water pistol's on this list, the Super Soaker took it to another level. Took it to another level. That was like football back with no face masks on. People are like, man, this is a great game. What could we do to improve it? I don't know. How about adding some face masks, a cowboy collar, some shoulder pads that really do something? Oh, and then let's put it on TV. It went to another level. If you had a super soaker, it made you look down at your water pistol and say, what do I need these for? In fact, you started using the water pistol to drink water out of. The Super Soaker changed the game. All of a sudden, it was like when people were on horseback using muskets. The first person that brought out an actual gun, it was like, okay, we got to take a step back here. This is a whole nother level. So I'm going to go Super Soaker, especially with summertime coming up, man. The Super Soaker is a lot of fun. Now, you could use water balloons if you want to. That feels like cheating. The Super Soaker, there's a strategy to it. I'm going Super Soaker number two. Number one. And number one... The best toy gun of all time in honor of John Morant's claim that he was wielding a toy gun and a toy hand cannon in his snap face or Instagram video, the foam dart shooter. Brilliant. Brilliant. The foam dart shooter. Look, it's safe. All right. It sticks to things. If you shot it at a window, it would stick there. You could practice your target shooting by, by looking at a window and shooting it. You see if you could make a smiley face. You know, like, it didn't even have to be the foam ones. You could do the old school ones that were all plastic. Plus, if somebody was asleep, you could try and shoot it at their forehead. See if you could get the dart to stick on their forehead. Make them look like a unicorn while they were passed out drunk. I mean, look, all of that, all of that. And it's effective, and again, easy to clean up. You, it doesn't hold that many in the chamber. I've seen someone that looked like the gun that Jesse Ventura used on Predator. That's way too much cleanup, especially when it comes with a strap. But if you can get one of those old-school dart shooters, those are always fun. And again, safe, easy, effective. They're fun when you're drunk. You can, you can make them stick on somebody's back when you're out by the pool if there's, if there's enough uh, lotion on their back. Like, all of that brings us to that number one spot, the foam dart shooter as the number one toy gun of all time. And again, that wraps up top five toy guns of all time in honor of John Morant and his gun lighter that he apparently uses to spark up candles at home. By the way, for those of you wondering why the cap gun wasn't on this list, doesn't shoot anything. 
It's more like a firework. Like, because the cap gun, I mean, yeah, you would get a chamber of like six or eight that you could fire off, but it was really like a, it's, it's a firework. It's making a loud noise. It doesn't shoot anything. The water pistol shoots something. Duck Hunt shoots something. The Pop Gun shoots something. The Super Soaker does the same. And so does the Dart Shooter. So again, feel like we've really gotten something dumb here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox with you here. Let's go live to our I Have a Thought on using the Dart Gun to turn somebody drunk and passed out into a unicorn insider. Iowa Sam for the latest. Sam? This is really a fantastic segment here and something you're talking about toys and, you know, your childhood. So I my brain just started working immediately. No way. I can't imagine you would, yes you would grab way. onto this topic. I have grabbed onto this topic here. I, I just want to remind you of a couple things you might have missed, a couple of uh, toy guns you might have missed. Of course, I did write down the cap gun because I know it doesn't fire anything, Jonas, but it creates the smoke and the sound, and there's a little bit of a bang, and it's, it's just a firework, fun. Sam. It's a firework. Well, but it's like I think that was the closest thing you could get to when you're a child for yeah. having like a real gun, like yeah, a, it, like, like firing it, blanks. It looks like it, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's a firework. And, and just mean, remember, Jonas, there was two kinds of caps. There was like the kind of cap that was in like a plastic cup that was had the little white substance in there, and then it had you had the paper roll cap. Yeah. So let's remember I used, those. I mean, I used both of them, just depending on what I was feeling. Yeah. What, and you're what feeling. was cheapest? Uh, let's not forget the. Have you ever seen a spud gun? So it was a basically a plastic little like red and black gun where you could take a potato and stick the nozzle into the potato and then you could fire a spud like right in your friend's eye, a little piece of yeah. a spud. Those are fun. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like it's not dangerous at all. It's definitely, definitely yeah. dangerous. Uh, of course, we could get a little more dangerous here and go with the paintball gun. Those were always fun when I was growing up. Yeah, uh, those, those hurt. Those aren't easily accessible. No, like, no. And, and plus, you needed uh, other paintball, stuff. Yeah. Like paintballing got kind of ruined because I had I had some buddies who were just sick bastards. Savages, and what they yeah. what they would do is they would freeze the paintballs and then go out and play. Yeah, that, that's crazy talk. Yeah, which is basically a bullet at that point. Uh, it also like became a sport about. at one point, didn't it? Oh yeah. Expe- yeah. Paintballing's well, expensive. It's hey, an expensive sport. Hey, the Jacksonville Jaguars called off the rest of OTAs to go play paintball. You know, I mean, hey, apparently hey, that's all you need. Listen, like, it is a good team building thing, man. It's it's fun. It's a fun thing to do with friends. You know what I heard is a good team building thing? Like practicing. I heard that's a good. Team oh yeah, that too. Thing. But well, again, uh, everybody likes to paintball in Jacksonville. Apparently. All right, so. Quickly, three more. Quickly, rubber band uh, how, gun. How many? Sam, I just gave my top five list. <laughs> but I'm, I need to give the listeners uh, more gun, more toy guns. We got the rubber band gun, and we got the laser tag gun, which does shoot the laser, and we have the airsoft gun. So, there you go. Some yeah, of those are yeah. a little more for older children. Yeah, but I also think uh, that those are, you know, like the, the rubber band gun. Those like are if you fun. If you don't have long enough fingers, you know, what are we looking at No, we're t- I'm talking about the wood one that had like the little spinning wheel thing on it. You could put like 50 rubber bands on that bad boy and just, yeah, listen, just destroy I, I, somebody. I don't know what they were selling at the Toys R Us in Des Moines, but it wasn't the rubber band gun out here. <laughs> I know how to make a rubber band gun with my hand. That's fun and easy. Yeah, but... I'm going to go with my top five list. Hey, great right. top five and A-plus segment here, Jonas. Yeah, thank you. That's how we break down the NBA on this show here. Uh, Jonas Knox with you on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, Tony writes in, Joni, the white trash, mangled teeth, bleep hillbilly with your boy toy Bob Huggins need to reunite in Podunk, Virginia, knocking down Bud Light and ramming into random ditches while sloshed. F-boys. He said that? Oh, man. By the way, he deleted that tweet. What's wrong with that guy? Come on, Tony. Let it fly, man. I don't mind. 
I'm not going to get offended by this stuff. Let it fly. If you've got an insulting tweet and it's at least somewhat clever, we'll have the discussion. It's permanent now, Jonas. It's on wax. Guy writes in and says, as soon as up on game goes off the air, I turn off FSR so I don't have to hear your sissy, no athleticism having self. Wow. And it's unfortunate he did that because he would have just heard his tweet right on the air had he not turned off the show after up on game. Wow. But again, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right. So coming up next here from the tire studios, we may have identified the most petty person in NFL history. We'll tell you who it is next. Do you love Selena? Like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, we'll call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. There's somebody in the NFL who had their hopes and their dreams ruined, absolutely ruined by one other team. We'll tell you who that is again coming up 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. A lot of people chiming in, by the way, on the uh, top five toy gun list we put together. Uh, in honor of John Morant's claim that he had a toy gun and then throwing up a video on uh, 
that came out on TMZ of him lighting uh, some candles with his uh, toy gun, apparently. Uh, so a lot of people, uh, you know, enjoying the uh, trip down memory lane as we discuss toy guns here on this show. Uh, all right. So let's get into um, this discussion in the National Football League about pettiness. All right. If you are able to go to a place and I can't personally relate to it at the extent that you're willing to go, I at least at the very least respect it. Like, I don't believe in a lot of conspiracy theories, but they fascinate me. And anybody that believes in some of the stuff that's been out there, I'm willing to listen and not get upset by it. I don't get upset by it, even if I disagree with it. Because to me, I'm just impressed that you are so committed to it. Even though it's kind of ridiculous, some of the things you say, I still am impressed by it. Like, like, like flat earth things. Man, there's some videos out there that make it seem like it's, man, maybe the earth is flat. You know, like, like maybe that's, man, there's a lot of argument. Like there's a lot of people who go down the conspiracy theory route and I don't believe in it, but I'm fascinated by it. Like competitiveness. Like I'm a very competitive person, but there are people that are so competitive that it entertains me because I can't imagine it ever getting that bad when it comes to me. Like there's a story about John Elway. So John Elway, when he was playing in Denver, got this pool table at his house, brand new pool table. And he had started playing pool a little bit. Well, he invites Bubby Brister over, who was a backup quarterback in Denver. And Bubby Brister beat him on the pool table. And so because Bubby Brister beat him on that pool table, John Elway sold it. <laughs> like, that's insane to me. Like, if I, if I bought a pool table and I'm really competitive, but one of my buddies came over... <laughs> And beat me on that pool table. I wouldn't think like, yeah, I gotta get. I would just think, oh, okay. Well, I'd like a rematch. I'd like, I'd like to get better, and eventually, I'm gonna beat him because I've got, I've got the ability to practice on this more than him. John Elway couldn't stand the idea of losing on his own pool table to a to his backup, so he just got rid of it. Gone. That's a that's a level of competitiveness I I just can't relate to. And while I'm guilty and maybe you're guilty of being petty sometimes, there's somebody in the NFL that takes that to a whole nother level. It is a level of pettiness I don't think anybody can relate to. And that somebody is Jerry Jones. Because it comes out that his former coach, Jimmy Johnson is going to be inducted into the Miami Hurricanes Ring of Honor this year. Now, Jimmy Johnson was in Miami for about five years, I think. Um, you know, national champion. All I mean, really, like, helped, like, like, turn the program into a national power with flair. Like, they, they, they did something to where they captured the hearts and minds of people all around the country. Like, there's a lot of people who grew up Miami Hurricane fans who live nowhere near the Miami Hurricane campus. Like, they, they live nowhere nearby. Maybe never even been to South Florida. But they were like the cool team. They were like the Fab Five, except they actually won. Like, they, they, there was something about Miami Hurricane football that, man, in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s, damn, they were fun to watch. 
like all those matchups with Florida State, all those national titles, the games against Nebraska, the you know Penn State, you know the 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 game against Notre Dame, Catholics versus convicts. Like I mean, all like Miami had this thing, and Jimmy Johnson was a big part of the reason why he let those players be who they were. And so when he gets to the Dallas Cowboys, he carried a lot of that to Dallas. Like, those players loved him. He would welcome in characters and personalities and all that. And so, you know, Jimmy Johnson, I mean, now he's going to go into the Miami Hurricanes ring of honor this year. And it does bring up the the conversation about, well, yeah, he must be in the Cowboys ring of honor, right? No, no, definitely not. Still not. Why would he be? You know, it's not like he won a couple of Super Bowls there. You know, it's not it's not like he took over an awful franchise and brought them back into prominence and won them, you know, Super Bowls. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, you know, and clearly they didn't miss a beat when he left. So not that valuable to the organization. I mean, I mean, you know, since he left, I mean, you know, it's only been like, you know, the mid 90s since they've gotten past the second round uh, of the playoffs and into the conference championship game. But nonetheless, it's clearly not an impact that he's had on on the Dallas Cowboys. And it just goes to show you how petty Jerry Jones is and how much it eats at him that they haven't been able to win without Jimmy Johnson. Now, you're going to say, what do you mean? Right after he left, they won with Barry Switzer. Yeah, but I think everybody kind of acknowledges that that was kind of the Jimmy Johnson team. His fingerprints are still all over that team. So the idea that, you know, and again, I don't dismiss Barry Switzer for being a Super Bowl champion head coach. He is. Absolutely deserves credit. No doubt about it. But I think Jerry Jones in his mind and in his heart knows that that was still Jimmy Johnson's team. That Jimmy Johnson's fingerprints were all over that team and continue to be. And I think he knows and the proof that he knows is the fact that Jimmy Johnson still isn't in the Cowboys ring of honor. What are you waiting for? Like, what's, what's the argument against it? Well, you know, I mean, he wasn't a player. I mean, I mean, Jimmy Johnson wasn't a player. This is, this is a player's award. Okay. So let's go ahead and look through the Cowboys Ring of Honor here. Let's take a look at all these players that were in the Cowboys Ring of Honor. We got Gil Brandt, Tech Schramm, and Tom Landry. Oh, I don't remember. Let's see, look at their pictures. I don't see shoulder pads on. I don't see, is that a mouthpiece? No, definitely not. Oh, so there are non-players that are in this Cowboy Ring of Honor. So what are we waiting for? I'll tell you what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the Dallas Cowboys to win another Super Bowl. That's far removed from Jimmy Johnson. Because I'll call my shot right now. That's when he'll get in. If the Cowboys were to, hypothetically speaking, go on to win a Super Bowl this year, Within the next year or two after, I'd be willing to bet that Jimmy Johnson goes into the Cowboys ring of honor. Because then, Jerry Jones won't feel so inadequate standing next to Jimmy Johnson and honoring him. Because he'll be able to look up at a Super Bowl banner and say, oh yeah, we did that and you had nothing to do with it. Like, I firmly believe that's why Jimmy Johnson's still not in the Cowboys ring of honor. Now, Jerry Jones has spoken about it and and said something, I think, a year ago, something along the lines of, well, you know, uh, he'll get in when I decide uh, he's going to get in. I'll make that call. I'll make that decision. And and that's my call, et cetera, et cetera, something along those lines. But the point is, he's not getting in because it still irks Jerry Jones that Jimmy Johnson gets so much of the credit. 
So if you are a petty person, if you are capable of being petty, I just want you to know your pettiness is cute, but you don't have 30 years of evidence like we do on Jerry Jones. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox. And you can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. All right. So coming up, we're going to talk about one team in the NFL that completely ruined it for another. It's yours right here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for, it's Monty. Bolaños. Let, Let the, the update, update take you over, Bolaños. It's just so good, you know? <laughs> hey, Monts. Yeah. What do you make of my top five toy gun list in honor of John ja Morant? They're pretty good. When you brought up the duck game, I was like, yes. Yeah, duck That's hunt, the man. one. That, that is the one. That was, was that, the best. You, you can get like, I think if you go to an arcade now, at like some pizza places, they still have arcades and they'll have like, you know, like real like rifles that are yeah. attached to the arcade. Yeah. But it wasn't like the at-home version no. with the duck hunt gun. No, you know, no, That no, was no. just another level. Oh, those are good times. That, yeah. I... I loved video games growing up. You know, I was into it. I would get up at like seven in the morning and I would play like Doom on the computer. Uh, no joke. I would do it in the morning because I would get scared at night. So I do you play. remember? Do you remember Carmen San Diego? Yes. That? It was like a computer yes. game called "Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego?" Yes. And it, it would take forever, and I remember playing that when I was in school, and just being like, "What's the point of this? What are we doing here?" I know. Like, I know. But I feel like video games are, like, too realistic now. I don't like that. It's supposed to look like a video game. Yeah, it's supposed need, to look like Mario going down a green agreed. tube, okay? I need an escape. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't want something that's that's so close to what I'm trying to get away from. Exactly. Like, it, like, especially with all the other violence you see on the news. Like, you turn on the news, there's, like, a, like somebody being attacked somewhere yeah. every single day. Like, you go on social media, and there's, like, a video that pops up in your feed of somebody getting Jumped. It's like, what are we doing? Here? Left and right. Left yeah. and right. You can't go on Twitter and not see one of those videos. Yeah. It's so annoying. So, like, you know, my boyfriend loves video games and he has a like whole VR thing that I bought him for his birthday one year. And I tried to play Resident Evil on it and I like jumped and screamed. I took it off. I was like, it's too real. Yeah, this zombie is it. too real and it's coming to kill me. I can't. You can't do it. I can't. If it looked fake, I could do it. Yeah. You know? I can't, I can't do it. I, I need an escape. Let yeah. it be an escape. I don't want anything that's too real. Right. No, so I still play on my Wii, the old school games, because you were able to, like, download the old school games onto your Wii. So I still play that. I'm still yeah. all about it. Two-dimensional. I don't need all this, like, it can do a 360 turn. No. Just up and down. <laughs> yeah. Screw you and your 3D virtual reality. Yeah, I don't like it. We're into the outdated stuff here on this show. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've got two baseball games going on and officially some scoring during these games because they were on earlier, but nobody had scored. So the Twins are beating the Tigers at home 2-0, bottom of the sixth inning. The Cubs were up, but not anymore. The Orioles have tied the game th thanks to Adley Rutschman. Did I say that right, Trufa? He's not listening to me, but I, I asked him one time. He just hit a homer for the Orioles, and they are tied at two apiece in Chicago against the Cubs going into the bottom of the fifth inning. Yes, he's giving me a thumbs up pretending he was listening to me. You weren't listening to me. Don't lie to me right now. I can see you. I can see you're not listening to me. Don't pretend. Don't pretend. Ugh. We talked about West Virginia men's basketball coach Bob, Bob Huggins was arrested. Well, Huggy Friday. Bear. Well, oh, yeah, was arrested Friday night in Pennsylvania. 
for driving under the influence. The university has issued a statement saying they're aware of the situation and they're going to take appropriate action once the review is complete. New England Patriots second-year cornerback Jack Jones was arrested Friday as well after two firearms were found in his travel luggage at Boston's Logan Airport. That just seems like a stupid decision from the get-go. Right? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's like when <laughs> Alden Alden Smith, remember the former uh, NFL player Alden Smith? Uh, he was at a, I think he was bombed at a at an airport, and then yelled that he had a bomb, oh, no. and then got arrested. Well, it's like this guy's who, a terrorist. Who th- <laughs> Stupid. It's like who thought that was a good idea? Right. Like at some point, like when you're traveling, you have to understand. That certain rules that may apply towards you being in your living room don't apply when you're in an airport or an airplane. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. But for it, it, some reason, people still struggle with that. Like the most obvious of things. You didn't know this was a bad idea? You did, you did, we had to tell you this was a bad idea? I can't. Like one, one of the, uh, the so there, there are examples where people get kind of put in tough spots. Um, Israel Adesanya, who's a UFC middleweight champion. Oh, is that how the, you say that name? Yeah, Adesanya. <laughs> How about that? How about me showing off here? Yeah, that's good. Uh, Like him. So he went, he was flying out of New York, out of JFK Airport, and a fan gave him some brass knuckles as a gift. And so he put it in his bag and then ended up getting arrested at the airport. And everybody just assumed, oh my God, this is a guy. He's being reckless. And he's a. It's like it was literally like he was gifted brass knuckles. He he threw them in the bag, not even thinking anything, and he got arrested at the airport. So it's like sometimes I can understand two handguns, though. I don't get it. I don't get it. That doesn't seem to make any sense to me. At all. At all. The Athletic reported earlier today that the Wizards are in serious talks with the Heat and the Suns on a Bradley Beal trade. He has a no-trade clause in his contract, so he's definitely going to have a say in this. And Chris Haynes just tweeted less than a minute ago. This is what he said. Phoenix can offer a trade package of DeAndre Ayton and Landry Shamit to Washington for Bradley Beal, but it's believed a Chris Paul Shamit deal is what it would take for Beal to force his way to the Suns. Hmm. Well, listen, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, that'll work. Yeah, no, I agree. Damage. Yeah, I'd get rid of DeAndre Ayton. How about about the fact that Bradley Beal's been rumored to be traded for several years now? Mm -hmm. He he signs a five-year, $250 million deal. So Wizards fans are like, okay, I can finally get his jersey. At least he's going to be here a while. (laughs) Oops. I know that sucks. <laughs> now you're looking around, going, "All right, uh, how can I, how can I, you know, stitch the uh, the name Beal and like make it make turn it into something else that makes some sense? Like yeah. you just got to hope somebody's name. You can do something with the letters so you don't have to pay another two hundred dollars for a, an authentic jersey of Bradley Beal. But you know, hey. Life sucks Life's- if you're a Washington Wizards fan. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Life sucks if you're a fan of a lot of teams. Let's be real. Yeah. Wizards are just one of them. Yeah. yeah. Damn right. Damn right. Go By Clippers. The way, well, what if, what if the... Uh, well, then, right. I don't want to ask you about the Clippers. We'll get into the Clippers <laughs> at some other point. All right. I, I don't want to hear you uh, curse on the air and get fired. That's true. I, I don't want to get fired today. Maybe later. Yeah. Maybe later. Not today, though. Not today. Uh, there she is. Not the great today. Monty Bolaños uh, with us here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Uh, Jonas Knox with you here. Right now, though, it is time for the progressive play of the day. Ricky Fowler, chance to get back to 10 under par. Seven feet for birdie here at 15, up the hill, and curls in. There you go. 
Fowler back to 10 under par. What a day he is having. Hardly any pars. U.S. Open Radio on Sirius XM. That is your progressive play of the day, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining a motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So I just wanted to mention this before we go to break. Um, it's been a really weird week for the Buffalo Bills. Upon further review, it's been a weird few months for the Buffalo Bills. The Stefan Diggs thing is odd. He either was at practice or he wasn't. He goes on Instagram and says people are telling lies about him in Buffalo. Apparently, it's not about a new contract. He just signed one last last offseason. Josh Allen is defending him and falling on the sword, talking about communication and things on the field and off the field. Sean McDermott can't get his stories together. Like, the whole thing is odd. And you just wonder, how long has this been going on for? Then you trace it all the way back. Then you go to the last time the Bills were seen all together. And it was in that playoff game at home against the Bengals. And if you actually trace it all the way back to that, the Bills have been projected as being maybe the next Super Bowl favorite, at least last year for sure. But maybe the next team that's going to get over the hump and win a Super Bowl. Their fan base has been waiting since the 90s for this team to actually win a Super Bowl. And the way it stands right now, the Cincinnati Bengals have ruined it all. (laughs) I mean, took it all from them. Their hope, their hype, their dreams. The Bengals walked into Buffalo last year in the playoffs and whooped their ass, took everything from them. And they've never been the same since. And if this continues to go on, you're going to look back at a missed opportunity and a window that is now shut for the Buffalo Bills. And everyone's going to ask, so who did it? Did they just, was it, was it that Chiefs playoff game where they gave up, you know, 13 seconds left and they gave up that tying field goal at the end and then they lost in overtime? Do we blame the overtime rules? No, you blame the Cincinnati Bengals because it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to lose and then have the person you lost to take the rest from you, your will, all of it. And that's exactly what the Bengals done, uh, did last offseason, last postseason. It's now parlayed into the offseason. And now you got the Buffalo Bills who called off camp early trying to get ready for this season and are still trying to figure out how they can repair the relationship between Stephon Diggs that apparently melted down on the sideline in that playoff game. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And coming up next here, we're going to put a bow on this bad boy. It's a little something we do called the scraps things in the world of sports and beyond we've not had a chance to get to and it's yours right here on fsr do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over tiktok there's no shortage of reasons to stand the queen of tejano and Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Make sure you stick around. Top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. It's Steve Hartman and Bucky Brooks. Always a fun listen, so be sure to, to stick around for those guys here. Uh, and you can always find them as well on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, if you missed any of this program, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. And uh, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff on, uh, on this edition, you know? I mean, the type of stuff to where you just turn it on and next thing you know, you're ripping through six IPAs before 11 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of stuff. But, you know, who cares about Bob Huggins? Right now, though, it is time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. All right, Brandon Trufa, executive producer. What the hell have we missed so far on the show? All right, Jonas. Well, earlier this week, the Las Vegas Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup, their first in franchise history, only six seasons after uh, they entered the league. And a hustler club, Larry Flint's Hustler Club, strip club located just minutes away from their home arena, T-Mobile Arena, has fulfilled its promise of offering each player a lifetime supply of free lap dances for their victory. Interesting. Now, I, I have a couple <gasps> of questions. Um, first, is it like one per visit? Is it unlimited? Free like lap is, dances for life. Yes, but I mean, what is that? Like, what are the, the fine print on that? Is that like free lap dances for life, which means you, you can get one every day, but just one per day. And like, you know, what if, you know, because look, for some guys out there, if, if they tell you, all right, so you can get uh, a lap dance, but it can only be uh, the duration of a song. Next thing you know, you got a bunch of guys, you know, requesting November rain. You know what I mean? Like something that's going to be like eight, nine minutes that they can really, you know, 
get something done with. But point is, I mean, if it's, I guess if it's, you know, for life, then so so how do you have proof? Do you have to wear your, your ring? Do you have to show, you know, evidence? Is there like a, you know, something from your Instagram that you can show them at the door that says, hey, I was on that team. If you don't believe me, look right here and you got to zoom in on the picture. So again, I, I don't want to get caught up in the details, but I think it's a really nice gesture. I just think there's some other questions that need to be asked at some point between these two. You know what I mean? But again, who cares? Uh, what else we got? All right. So Colorado head coach Deion Sanders is having some medical issues. Uh, he doesn't have he's having some circulation issues and he says he has no feeling in the bottom of his left foot. Now, he yeah. had two toes amputated in 2021, but I guess the problem is not fixed. And a meeting he met with some vascular surgeons and they said the next possible steps could be a full amputation of his left foot. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad, man. Like, because he's talked about it. I, I guess like some of the details on it are pretty rough. To where he's got a toe on his foot that's dislocated. He's in constant pain. To your point, he can't feel the bottom of his feet. So he's got all of that going on. It's like, how how do you? It's why he would be sitting down on at some of the games. And the way college football goes, some of these games last a long time. And so just to, to, to know, like, the, the pain he's enduring and the fact that it's Deion Sanders, who was always known for his speed, a guy who high-stepping and all that stuff, to see where he's at now. And I'm, and from my understanding, it's because he dealt with a lot of turf toe issues and things like that during his playing career. It's a sad story when it comes to Deion Sanders. What else we got, Brandon? Well, it's funny you brought up speed because speaking of speed, a New Mexico woman has found cocaine uh, in her Sonic hot dog earlier this week. On Tuesday, South Riverside, uh, Celine Gonzalez got the hot dog Tuesday at a Sonic and discovered the bag after taking a bite. Uh, police claim testing confirmed it was a gram of cocaine. The woman said, I think it's pretty scary. We come here to get food with our families. If a child found that, it could have been pretty bad. I like this quote from another uh, customer that said, that's kind of crazy. I just got ice cream. I hope we're good. Okay, so let me... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. So was it a bag of Coke? Yeah, a bag of Coke. Was it inside the hot dog meat? (laughs) She just found it on on the hot dog, I guess. Okay, so that... Oh, okay, because I was... Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I could understand, you know, listen, somebody's in a rush there at Sonic. Maybe they went through the to-go line and they're grabbing, like, what can I get you? She goes, oh, I want uh, I want ketchup. I want mustard. And maybe they give her a weird look, like, oh, man, nobody puts ketchup on their hot dog. Okay. And they reach in there and there's a baggie of booger sugar and they happen to just drop it on the hot dog. Again, I think this is a harmless mistake. I think it happens from time to time. And this just happened to make the news. It's terrible. Jonas, son of a bitch. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.